Blog Talk Radio. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. I'm sure I know your dreams. What's up, ladies and giblets? Gentlemen, whatever you call yourselves, I am Brian Rails. It's actually, it's Brian Rails. Who the fuck else? We got two cards to report for WrestleMania because they split it in half. Like, you know, you have half and half. One great goes with the coffee or latte or whatever quite well. Um, the other, uh, the other blend, bland brand of coffee decaf, and it fucking blows. Anyways, so um, also PSA for you fuckers screwing up the whole quarantine shit. We're not going to get out until July or August, so keep fucking it up, you panic fucks. And for you other lovely wrestling fans, not the norms, hey, how's it going? <clears throat> Please welcome to the show, ladies and gents. It's been a minute, been a minute or two, two minute or three. Lady Lynn, welcome to Wrestle Radio Network's Monday edition of Quarantine fundum. Hey, yo, B-Train, what's happening? A lot's been happening. There's a lot of title changes that occurred at Mania 36, especially the two-parter narration done by Johnny Depp, which was badass, by the way, folks. If you haven't watched the replay, you need to. And yes, I will spoil the replay for you because um, card one wasn't bad. Card two, um, you know, I was just, you know, if uh, WrestleMania was a success, I believe they they didn't want to hurt NXT, but uh, WrestleMania 36, folks, was pulled from Raymond James Stadium due to the fact that this new thing called COVID-19, we're not going to go totally in-depth like, uh, I don't know, NBC, ABC, CNN, C-SPAN. We're not mentioning those um, cards at Fox because they like to select, have select news. And um, like I said, I don't mainly discuss politics or whatnot, so... If we would please, folks, if you if you like your newscast, then I suggest you try elsewhere. I'm just saying. So, starting off the night, Cesaro beat Drew Gulak. And after that, there was a few advertisements. Then you had Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross going. Toe to toe with Kazuki Warriors, Asuka and Kyrie Sane. And, uh, well, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross are once again the tag team champions. 
Orson. It's the weirdest triple threat match ever for a championship if I've ever seen one because uh, there'd be too many people in the ring at once. It was for the SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships. So Morrison and Miz retained because Morrison and all three men fell each other or fell on top of each other at the same time, which is yeah, that's the one bad spot uh, for that. Sami Zayn, the Intercontinental Champion, beat Daniel Bryan. That match was complete shit. Not really, you know, fan of that match. It was, it was one of those folks where you want to say, oh yeah, I watched it, but I wish I had not. Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins in a no disqualification match. Kevin Owens won both times. Won by, you know, before that was non disqualification. Let's get to the good part, shall we? Uh, Undertaker versus AJ Styles in a Boneyard style match was basically a buried alive match. I don't know why they called Boneyard. Who's ever. If that was Vince on his last fucking run. Great, you know, I have no disrespect to you, dude, but <laughs> Boneyard, <laughs> great match, showed a lot of emotion, and that ended the night for card one. So, in a nutshell, folks, I can already tell you right now, card two was a shit storm and a half, and the reason why I call it, or called it decaf. If you like coffee, I don't. I fucking hate the shit. Some people, you know, use it to fuel, you know, get them caffeine, wake up, or calm down, whatever. However you use coffee, folks. Trust me, I didn't want to use the title half of it, but I did. And Lady Lynn and I had to suffer and watch through card two and go, is this wrestling? Or did we trace into a parallel universe in the Funhouse match? Between Bray Wyatt and John Cena The other matches um, They could have been done In people's sleep Otis versus Dolph Ziggler I'm not even going to venture into commenting on that one And it seems like Every time you know We think it's going to be a decent mania It was okay it wasn't terrible. I guess I know a lot of speculation been around about was this Vince's decision? What wasn't it, or was it John Cena to do this match this style? I I just I've never been so confused in my whole fucking life watching professional wrestling, especially the the Wyatt and, and Cena bit. If some of you think the fun house was great, I don't know. I, I sat there talking on the phone with Lady Lynn, thinking to myself, "Is this is this worth my time?" And to watch um, Card Two, Edge and Orton, great emotion, uh, great emotion shown. McIntyre wins the championship in the main event. Like I said, I'm not sorry for giving the spoilers because we're in a fucking quarantine. You could have watched for free the WWE Network's WrestleMania 36 as your first pay-per-view. Okay? Also, the women's match. What was the point of having Bailey on them? Because he had this whole 
she'll turn on her and miss that, and then come back and be total friends with her. I just, I, I, sorry, but that is not wrestling. That is called, um, I am confused. Card two was mainly, predominantly, I'm going to give this a, a fair letter grade of a C minus or a D, because it doesn't have to be a result that everyone's going to agree with, but for fuck's sakes, is Cena hurt or why it hurt? They looked fine to me. Their legs didn't fucking fall off. Their hands didn't fall off. Why couldn't they have locked up and had a wrestling match? Oh, because Bruyne had a real shitty time with the last wrestling match. That was especially like this. Ah, gee, I, I wonder fucking why. B-Train, I'm just going to say that my thoughts mirrored that of Titus O'Neil's. I don't know what I just watched. Folks, if you did not see it, let me just describe this to you. So, it starts off with a video montage, and I'm just going to tell you right now, before you pain yourself into watching that entire, um, watch card one and then quit, because if you watch card two... Montez Ford and the Street Profits, you know, their match was also the drizzling shits with Angel Garza. When did Austin Theory bump himself up to Maine? I'd love to know that because there's very few superstars that have that ability to get to the, you know, the main roster without having to struggle. I'm not saying Austin Theory didn't struggle, but my question is, what happened to Andrade Cien Almas? Well, that is a good question. What what did happen to him? I don't recall hearing anything that he was being written out. You know, to put an NXT rookie on the spot, that's a very good question because there's some that NXT would love to get to main roster that quickly. So, again... We all don't know if it's Vince's last method of, okay, let's say make card two halfway decent. Or it could have been a blend of both writing, creative, uh, and personal differences on both ends. I don't know and I don't care. All I know is that Mania 36, it definitely provided us all with some distraction. and, And you know something? Like I said, paid for lower-level seats or high-risers at Mania 36. I mean, better, they better give me my money back, damn it. I wouldn't just demand a refund based on the show being canceled because of COVID-19, B-Train. I'd demand a refund because what the actual fuck even was night two about. It's more or less like, folks, Lady Lynn can attest to this. I come home from work, and 
I was expecting Card 2 to just kind of be okay because looking at it, it makes you wonder. Oh, shit, Lesnar's on there. He might actually retain the championship because he's been so used to having, you know, oh, yeah, the Rumble. Great. So Shinsuke and Oscar proceeds to lose at 34. So when you see McIntyre's name versus Lesnar, you automatically think, uh, fuck, he's going to lose. No, actually won because it was another finisher match like Goldberg and Strowman. That just hadn't been looked. You couldn't pick him up. Luck Schmuck. I mean, that match between Strowman and Goldberg. Congratulations, dude, for winning the championship. However, I mean, how is that supposed to be, you know, many moments? Congratulations for Braun winning his first ever major title. Um, congratulations to Drew McIntyre for winning his first major at this WrestleMania. I mean, he's been NXT champion before, but he never won on the level that he's supposed to win. And they're like, well, what do you mean he's supposed to win? Like, every wrestler would be lying if they said I, that they did not want to main event WrestleMania and win a championship. You'd be kidding yourself. Everyone that walks through Monster Factory may not, you know, want to be a, be a champion, but you'd be lying if you said, oh, I don't want to be a part of Mania. I don't care for it. <laughs> the fuck you do, dude. <laughs> Even us managers and referees, when we were kids, would pretend that we were, um, let's see here, Jake the Snake. I don't want to say Hogan, because I was one of the weirdos that actually liked Jake the Snake. And, you know, it's because he's more relatable than Hogan ever was for some of us. Hogan was definitely the money maker. He was the Babe Ruth of professional wrestling. But anyways, the point is I would pretend when we get potatoes in a burlap bag, you know, we turn on Jake the Snake's theme. If you had the CD folks of that shit, and you you know, as a kid, you pretend to say shit you knew nothing about, and you'd hold a cardboard championship that you made out of a box from the grocery store, and you'd pretend that you were World Wrestling Federation champion, either Bret the Hitman Hart, Hogan, Warrior, God rest your soul, and you'd say, I want to be like this person one day. I don't see that for certain champions right now, especially, you know, some people like, well, Braun Strowman finally won a championship. That's not as meaningful as McIntyre. I'm sorry. McIntyre, at one point, folks, was just struggling to keep, you know, a role in WWE, and then he made a miraculous comeback. And if you think I'm reading from fucking paper, go fuck yourself because I'm not. Okay? I'm telling you right here, right now, everything I say is spur of the moment, on the fly. I don't plan this shit. However, I just go off what I saw in WrestleMania 36, what the week was entailing. 
So I'm gonna say this right here, right now, on live air. Um, to take a break from the rant. Thank you to those of you listening in quarantine. We love you right here at Wrestle Radio Network. Please be aware. Wash everything when you get home. Make sure you keep uh, everything in order. Make sure you're organized. Make sure that you are, you know, doing the best you can to take precautions. By the way, the CDC approved masks. Do not wear gloves and do and please change them and don't. Uh. Uh-uh. I work at a, at a grocery chain that's national. Okay. Please, you know, do not think that we're gonna change the gloves for you because that's not gonna happen. Okay. Oh my God. No, I. You know, I would much appreciate. If people will not message me about this quarantine shit, please. All instructions given to you by your state governor, please. As your state governor cannot follow instructions, and sorry for him or her, but they suck balls. But again, thank you for the listens. We are now over 5,000 as a whole for Wrestle Radio Network. I know it took us a while to get there, but thank you. Keep on supporting us, and we shall do our best. Okay? Okay. So, what was the difference between Funhouse and, let's see here, hang on a minute. I'm reading through your questions as best I can, sir. I will get through them. If I cannot get them through them today, I will definitely I will definitely get through them as best I can, all right? No, I mean Wrestle underscore radio, yes. And I will do my damnedest to answer them. No, I'm serious. So you're asking me what Mania I think was definitely on point. There's a lot. Just not the uh, 29 through 33 or 34. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's my favorite moment um, from going to each one of them? Uh, collecting the program and just, you know, having fun with oneself, you know, and going to Access and WrestleCon and whatnot. And just having fun, period. So, one thing that I've noticed is, let's see here, one thing that I noticed about WrestleMania is, is that as you go along the uh, evolutionary time chain of it, or time frame, each Mania you know, according to the times that they went by with Hogan, Piper, Savage, Warrior, Flair, Andre the Giant, 
Million Dollar Man, Brother Love, Undertaker, who's been a huge part of WrestleMania. One thing I noticed about the, the time frames, dude, is because it goes by the trend. So if, if I must, Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, Stone Cold Steve Austin, those are like the time when fans were like at the height of popularity with these guys. Their height of popularity, I should say. So when it was Hogan Warrior, when it was uh, Savage Flair, they're just at the different level of popularity. And whether someone was heel or some babyface and they were everyone's fan favorite, Right, makes sense to cheer for them, love them, do whatever. Anyways, we're getting off the beaten path here. Let's see here. Oh yes, <laughs> the women's match: Bailey, Dana Brooke didn't participate, so it was Bailey, Sasha, Lacey, Naomi. And all I can tell you is um, it wasn't a bad... Oh, and Tamina. Says Paige got to make the match for Mania 36. Tell her that she was working from home, Paige did. <laughs> but uh, um, that match was on card two. And I know Lady Lynn was disappointed because she felt that uh, Lacey was going to be the next champion whatnot. But it depends on whether someone is ready or not. It seems to be the theme. Well, she wasn't ready. Well, he wasn't ready. I think we all were ready for Bailey to um, lose the championship. And some people say, well, that might have been too predictable. At this point... Bailey carrying the SmackDown Live Women's Championship is one reason why certain people as myself and others do not tune into SmackDown Live. And it's just not because she's terrible. It's like, holy, but she needs fucking work. And it's doable to fix someone as, you know, you're, you're healed, blah, blah, blah. You're expected to be the bad guy. You're expected to get nasty reactions. Oh, off my ass, happy ass, and then get nasty reactions. You know what I mean? I'm answering a question, folks. If you have any questions, go to wrestle underscore radio or wrestle radio forward slash facebook dot com. Keep that five thousand list going so we can grow to six thousand to maybe ten thousand. Because there's a lot of you people that are lovely and listen to Lady Lynn and I psycho babble. So do yourselves a favor, sign up. Do yourselves a favor, sign up. Thank you, Lady Lynn. You still there? Okay. Yeah, sorry. Don't know how that happened. I had it on mute somehow. You know, it's weird. Sometimes folks' wrestle radio network is a bit odd with controls. We're not going to get into too in depth with that because that's not the purpose. In quote, using air quotes. At least I won't get coronavirus from giving air quotes to folk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because some people 
Oh, I just grabbed my glasses today at work. In some ways, like I don't want any more. You can put it back. Look here, you hygienic dumb fuck. I'm gonna just explain this to you right now. <clears throat> and this was off the clock because some lady thought I was still on, uh, you know, responsibility. I'm not supposed to mention this shit on air, but I'm gonna say this right now. For the people that are so fucking paranoid about this shit, it's okay to be scared. But, you know, that's why Lady Lynn and myself have a distraction, and I'm sure others have a distraction by making masks out of fabric, right? You dumb fucks, that's not going to help you, but okay. Um, and I refer to them... No, they say it's better than nothing. It is better than nothing, but at the same time... You're breathing in, and the CDC said you can have these masks. They didn't specify which ones, but if you look like Sub-Zero, Scorpion, Molina, and Katana from Mortal Kombat, you did your jobs. (laughs) (coughs) Because, honest to heavens to Betsy, even, you know, WrestleMania, there were certain superstars that were wearing, you know, not protective masks, but they were wearing mask and that's you know support their profession and not only that but make people aware so please for the love of god if you don't have a reason to be out stay the fuck in the house you've got i mean like i said i didn't mean to start ranting about fucking you know the current trend but some of you fucks are like, I can't believe you're doing a show. Oh, yes, I'm doing a show. Naked and proud of it. Not really. I don't want to give you that mental imagery. <laughs> Too late, B-Train. You already gave it to me. Now I'm scarred for life, thanks. Well, dearest, I can only say I have the body of a daughter, so you're welcome. And two... <laughs> And no, not Adrian Adonis. That'd be fitting the stereotype because I'm gay. And three, you know, if wrestling didn't distract you, then you fuckers are doing something wrong. Not everyone gets distracted by the same shit. I got distracted, you know, uh, by a gentleman who does not wash his hands. And that is one of... I I shit you not, man. We live in New York, so please, for the love of fucking Christ, can you please wash your hands? Because I know and I've seen where those hands have been. And this goes for everyone that's in professional wrestling or anything that includes washing your hands. Wash your hands. Take it. We got plenty to discuss, folks, because, like I said, I'm trying to go, you know, have some lighthearted humor, and where I used to live, I can finally say it, and I know Granny Hulkster will hate me for saying this, but you remember which team won a Super Bowl, and now look what happened. <laughs> I don't want myself not being a football fan, B-Train. Even I will happily place the blame on that team. 
team from my former home state as well. Uh, it's insanity because that's basically when all this stuff started breaking down. It basically, folks, like I said, we're trying to find some lighthearted humor before we break uh, WrestleMania 36 into two parts, uh, doing the reviews, that is. Because we both, you know, the both of us know that AEW is quarantining, you know, Chris Jericho. They did some tapings of the leaves. Who was you interested in that? But, um, no, man. There's just, I admire both companies for doing shows when they really don't have to and they could just let us suffer for watching reruns of uh, Law and Order SVU on USA Network or they could have let us. Pay for the pay-per-view, which some of you guys did, but you know you can get that for free if you just sign up for the network. You have a valid username or password. You can also get a preloaded card, but unfortunately, get one of the locations is shut down for now, and that would be GameStop. So your other best bets are Best Buy, Walmart, your local 7-Elevens, and let's see here, your Dollar Generals, because they're open for panic fuckers. I mean, shoppers. <clears throat> Look, I'm I'm gonna keep mentioning this. If you if you think that wrestling is not a great thing and you were getting all butt hurt because uh Vince ran you know, so he pre recorded these events, okay? So Johnny Depp was narrating it, so he became essential because I actually liked the intro to WrestleMania thirty six. I actually thought that it was done fairly well. On the second night, if you just copy and paste the format, you get WrestleMania 36 Part 2. As they did it like it was closed-circuit television, because there's literally no one, and I mean no one, that would survive that, you know, if, if back in the day. The kids are like, where's the network? Where's the network? Closed-circuit television, man, that's the network, brother. Definitely historic because this has only happened one other time in history. So, anyways, logistics of card one versus the logistics of card two. What logic where for card two? Card one. Great job. I wish NXT was now a part of that week in extravaganza. Okay. But unfortunately, that's the way the cookie crumbles. It's where The Undertaker showed him, showed AJ Styles in card one. You know, I may be old, but I still got it. And he drove in the American Badass bike and, you know, drove in on. Sorry, let me correct myself. For all you supposed English majors. (laughs) Oh, yeah. By the way, for those of you quarantined and correcting people on Facebook when it's professing to please shut the fuck up if they want to misspell Mr. Perfect or if they want to they as in the general fandom you guys want to post anything you want like the videos about Razor Ramon oh my god those are hilarious uh (laughs) Like the old vignettes that Scott Hall was doing as Razor Ramon, pure gold. And someone tried to uh, – it's funny. I, I didn't know this was a part of Facebook now. 
They fact check you. So they're like, that wasn't 1995. That was 94, and you've been fact checked. And soon, sooner or later, just because of protection of virus, well, the, we will be doing this in precaution. Not, you know, correcting English or nothing, but geez. I have never, I've only been corrected maybe a few times by other peers, but come on, man. So I I just, you know, I have to point this out. Card two was so bad. You know, in some aspects, I I just, I cannot believe how Otis and Ziggler, I can, but as Mania match, Angela Dawkins and Montez Ford should have stayed off the card. Riddle versus Balor would have been much more entertaining. I agree. No, I don't agree. Um, now, if it were Riddle and Dunn versus so Balor and Devlin, I'd have been intrigued. We can do this all night, man. I can go on and on about what could have been in card two. I know Lady Lynn and I were sorely disappointed with uh, Bailey retaining her championship. I mean, Alexa Bliss lost the title at Mania. Like, well, this is everything for uh, Bailey. Like I said, I'm not trying to hate on her. I'm just trying to say, you could do so much better if you just paid attention. And I mean, paid attention to fucking detail. What you you know, you're not supposed to, by any means, when you're taunting the baby face, you never ever give certain increments of space when you're in the corner, when you're in the middle of the ring, you stay on them like a vicious bitch out of fucking hell. And that's not just, you know, my observation as a former manager, but if you're a fucking heel, do not trash talk on every other fucking strike. That grates on my last nerve. Because then you're taking away... Like the whole offense and arsenal that you're trying to go through. But anyways, Lady Lynn, I need to know what you thought of, uh, yeah, the women's match and also, you know, the thoughts between card one and card two. I want your overall assessment on Mania 36. One, like you said, V-Train, oh, that was pretty great. The Boneyard match, I couldn't tear my eyes away from the screen. I don't know much about the Universal Championship match. I'm a little bit surprised at the outcome on that one. Not because I didn't want that outcome. I'm just surprised they actually decided to go with that. Card 2, on the other hand... I think that was time that could have been better spent working on something creative, something constructive, perhaps a jigsaw puzzle, perhaps uh, playing games, if that's what you like to do. 
I felt like that was just a big waste of time watching that. That women's match, now, maybe, and, and this is just my opinion, folks, but maybe the distancing thing was because they're still requiring the performers to social distance, as is everyone in the world expected to do so right now, but does that mean anyone's fucking listening? Not really. I would have to say my biggest disappointment in that match was even after that missed call, Sasha still came out to Bailey's aid. What the actual... What was the point of that? Is it because it would have been too predictable to have Sasha turn her back on Bailey? I, I don't it's get it. Been done. It's been done before in that angle, and I kind of understand creative's perspective as to why. Oh yeah, don't don't turn Sasha on Bailey just yet. So keyword yet. Um, as far as the professional standpoint goes, it makes no sense for Sasha about to be all up in Bailey's business. I think they should have included Bianca Belair to be honest with you in this match. Because I would have loved to see it come down to her and and Bianca Belair. Imagine that if a rookie would have worked her ass and made made they said well and they gave the impression that WWE would allow people to come up and they could be anything they want. That was kind of the original point, folks, to have people come up from NXT all the time, develop them, assess them, make sure they're not sick. Or, you know, they're able-bodied or whatever. And then they were able to compete. The point is, uh, and, you know, that's card two for WrestleMania 36. Bailey retaining kind of made you go, why? I mean, that's one reason why SmackDown Live is dropping in ratings because of her. And it says that she has, you know, a tenured career in NXT and she's great. I'm not mad about that. What she thinks about is this this woman seems to think, you know, I, you know, can do whatever. She's not that bad. But she seems to think, well, I'm just going to be in my comfort zone and the fans aren't there yet, so I, I'm cool because I'm not hearing reaction. Okay. There's a lot of issues with Sasha and Bailey because some of the people are saying, well, they were plenty nice to me. I was, you know, I had never bad experience with her. I've had a few. One was understandable because they were crowding her like a celebrity. And this was at an airport, I believe. Yeah, it was in Chicago. Sasha. Oh, Sasha. Where are without Sasha? But, you know. Did not sign a few things in memorabilia from my cousin. Um, she hates you now. I don't mean to be mean, but she does not like you. Sasha likes to not autograph for folks. She just, unless she's in front of a teacher. And teacher, but I mean hunter, road dog, or unless she's in front of people that actually could fire her. But I am not a fan of hers at all. And to have those two constantly in the picture makes me want to hurl. 
okay? He's like, we're inspiring little girls to be anything they want to be. That, that's great. Um, like I said, Mania 36 is definitely uh, up and down. Mixed bag of emotions. And you always wonder which card was going to be the shit card. Uh, well, it wasn't total shit card. It was Okay, Edge Orton is comparable to Taker Styles. Maybe not have been explosive, but I mean, it went all over the performance here in Orlando, which then in turn said, in my mind, wow, you know, those two matches were actually worthwhile and worth our time watching. But folks, those of you uh, sitting at home, bored as fuck, stoned out their mind, swilling a bunch of drugs, and I do mean this in the most sincerest of kind ways. Listen up, listen up, listen up. Because it is that time where if you have a child that is not the age of 14, the following content is set to offend for one fall. One fall. Yeah. <clears throat> Off the Rails Uncensored it is a copyrighted podcast from March 7, 2016. It was coined as a subshow of Wrestle Radio Network. It is still affiliated and will be associated with it. <clears throat> For those of you who are trying to pirate or stream the words Off the Rails Uncensored, you will be fined $45 in the court of law as prosecuted to the fullest extent. <clears throat> any likeness or use, reuse thereof, dissemination of the title off the rails uncensored, you will be fined $45. And trust me, I will collect. I don't care. Alright, fuckers. Time to venture into the one place you really don't want to get into unless you absolutely have to. My mind. So, buckle up, fuckers. If I offend you, I didn't mean to, but you know what? It's that time again, dude. Look in my eyes, what do you see? The Like Mussolini and Tim D. Alright. <clears throat> Overall, folks, I give WrestleMania 36 a B plus because I was originally going to give it a C minus, and that was you know strictly for card two. Reason the bulk of this discussion is going to be about is not just the John Cena Bray Wyatt, but why would you have all these, you know, dismal mid-card at best matches in between. Like I said, I appreciate the performers and what they did for us, especially uh, Undertaker Styles. Thank you, too. Thank you immensely, because without you, too, I don't know where card one would have been, but I do want to say it's good to see that the Undertaker was able to maneuver as much as he was. You know, I know he's hurting 
I know that he's not the same Undertaker as he once was, but he's trying. He, tr- you know, some people don't even want to perform for us anymore. So to have these awesome folks doing stuff with no audience, no pops, nothing from the crowd, it was not they. Honestly, helped Lady Lynn and myself with distractions. Make sure that this shit was on point and key. So, I had props to, you know, the first night. The second night, I would have much rather taken a blunt object to the forehead because... And I need to realize something. It wasn't just Vince's decision to do this shit. But I feel like... The whole Bray Wyatt, John Cena thing is going to clog the card two discussion. Some of you may think, oh, you know, the funhouse was a great angle, was a great way of doing shit to pass the time. What match would I have replaced it with? Oh, there's several. You could have had a women's division match, you know, for the uh, SmackDown Live or Raw Women's Championship again. But, you know, instead you fill that void with... You fill that void with Bailey and four other women. That's not what I want or any others wanted. Not just the Bailey, but Otis Dojovic versus Dolph Ziggler could have been saved for SmackDown Live. And Orton Edge, that was not over the top at all, for me at least. Um, I feel that the over-the-top, overrated type shit, it didn't exist on card one. Card two, overrated, overhyped, overdone? No. Messina versus Taker type thing? No. It was Cena versus Wyatt. It, it, that's why I'm taking a long time to ponder the error of certain someone's ways. And plop onto the bed, I seem to think to myself, what did we do? Why did we as fans deserve to see that montage of Saturday night main event, Monday Nitro. Are we watching wrestling history in a bad way? Yes. Are we watching a clusterfuck? No, because clusterfucks look more pleasant than what we just witnessed. It's it's a lot of things, a lot of questions question marks why why dear why ladies and gents why if you say to yourself well that wasn't a a bad angle it wasn't a bad this that the other my response to you is Were you dropped on your head as a child, maybe? Were you just a professional, seeing that it was a professional thing for them to do? 
There's there's just a lot. A lot, a lot of questions about the whole Cena Wyatt thing. Orton versus Edge. Oh, holy hell. I was awake during that one. That match went all over the arena. You know, Edge got thrown on his neck more than once, but he came out fine. So, there's that. I want to know one thing about Bray Wyatt and why the WWE, they're not burying him. I mean, they're, they've got plans for him, and I want to point this out. I don't think that Cena came back not to not wrestle him. I don't know if one was hurt, the other one was fine. But I would like some answers as to why there are certain matches that were planned out. Oh, you hit your finish, I'll hit my finish. Please stop doing that. Plan the shit before you get up to the fucking ring. You know this. Plan it. Do whatever you got to do to get yourself in gear when you're buying shit for yourself. In other words, please give the fans a meaningful second card the next time if you ever do this shit again because I don't think it'd be worthwhile if um, we would have like one decent half and then the other half was just complete and utter crap. Like card two, except for, my, like I said, minus edge. Versus Orton, McIntyre versus Lesnar was okay. It wasn't bomb. Something did bomb, and it was called Sami Zayn versus uh, Daniel Bryan. And normally that would have been an awesome match uh, in another setting or you know another time. But boy, you know there's two, there's a few. Ver- oh yes, Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. Yeah, there's some drama behind it. I love the fact that Kevin Owens, you know, come up on top, come out on top. Sorry, pardon my sexual innuendos when it comes to professional wrestling. But, you know, it's like one twenty-one in the morning here where it's literally a fucking prison and where my parents live it is not. Because apparently they've been messaging me saying, gee, you know, Kansas City really doesn't know what shutdown means. They like, did you like your wrestling? I was like, I liked some of it. It wasn't terrible. It just, it could have been a lot better on the second card. The first one, great. You know, awesome job. There may have been one match where I could say, okay, it's time to uh, tuck my head between my legs and go, what the fuck did I just watch? I mean, honestly, some of the things that get said about professional wrestling, like the media circuits are criticizing Vince McMahon for, you know, running his show or pre-taping them before the whole quarantine bullshit. You know why? Because then you don't have to get out of your car. If you have everything in place, you know, professionally-wise. So, so what I'm going to tell you is, if you think that, you know, professional wrestling is not for you, don't make comments about it, please. Do not fucking make comments about something that we're all passionate here on this podcast for, and we're all, we're all in this together. So, 
if wrestling is not a distraction for you, oh well, you're lost. I'm on a firm belief that when professional wrestling died out in popularity, it may have something to do with it's not trending anymore. But for guys and you know, like me and gals like Lady Lynn, wrestling is all we have. And there's other stuff like games and other depressed talk, you know, and sharing funny memes, I'm sure. But like I said, overall, I think the quality of professional wrestling and the setting of WrestleMania 36, on that, in that regard, like I said, there's certain things that make me wonder, did Cena just come back, you know, just to get a pop, because he knows he can? Are they trying to bury Bray Wyatt? I don't fucking think so, because he would have left already if they were trying that shit. Folks, I know I've got a lot of dead time left, but you know what? I'm going to cut it short tonight and just say thank you uh, to re- retired, officially retired Vincent Kennedy McMahon Jr. Um, you did a great job in card one, card two. That makes us wonder if it was the last fuck you to us, you know, with the whole Bray Wyatt, John Cena thing. And also, it has nothing to do with them. They're like, well, I like their style of wrestling. We're going to write about it. No. If you need to look something up, you don't always rely on Wiki because they don't take pictures that often. So look at reliable sources and then go from there. So thank you, sir, for asking. All right, folks. It's that time where I say, if you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to say, you know, go fuck yourself. Okay. That's three words. Actually, three phrases. So. If you don't, if you did not like what good old Brian Rails had to say, I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. And Lady Lynn. And if you didn't like what Lady Lynn had to say, well, call me what you will, but don't. And I repeat, don't. You dare call this lady crazy. Before we go, folks, I lied. We're not quite done yet. Um, this is in regards to the dumb fucks who are not listening to the 18 states that wouldn't shut down because our um, fearless leader has decided, you know, they can do whatever the fuck they want. You know, you guys are the reason why we can't see professional wrestling shows. We're the, re- you know, we're the reason why you guys are going to buy and hoarding groceries. No. Lady Lynn and I are sick of being quarantined because our states have been complying with the orders. So for the states that decide, for the governors who decided they didn't want to shut the fuck down, when you guys are, you know, still in quarantine in 2022, God, I hope it doesn't last that long. But um, let me just say this oh, right here right don't now. Jinx it. I, no, I I don't think I'm going to jinx it, dear. And I didn't say the magic word that seems to be the prediction that comes true, which is, gee, you know, I wonder, it'd be really funny if Johnny Gargano was the one who attacked Aleister Black in the parking lot in NXT at Full Sail. I wonder what would happen if, you know, 
this happened, you know, on this night. And for some weird reason, predictions always come true. Never sure why, but um, here's the deal, folks. Lady Lynn and myself won't be able to watch professional wrestling or any other sport if you guys keep going out of the house, not wearing the protective equipment that's required by you to wear as by the CDC. For those of you going out and over-shopping, we're going to have a lot of waste if you don't use your food, okay? So from us at Wrestle Radio Network, we want you to be safe. We want you to do well in this quarantine. Do not just drink and smoke weed, okay? I know that's essential for moi because weed relaxes me because of my anxiety. Uh, drinking alcohol, I wouldn't do that every day, folks. I know it takes the edge off shit and takes your mind off a lot. But if you guys don't want to go to the bar or go to restaurants or appreciate movie theaters again, keep breaking the rules. Because I ought to put my... I'm going to sound like Red Foreman here in a minute. I want to put my metaphorical foot up all of your asses. Quit being douchebags. You know, it's not that hard to follow rules. This is, you know, look, dude, I'm literally in a fucking prison here in Brooklyn. Literally, that's what it feels like. I feel like I'm on fucking house arrest. I have, we all have to have special letters saying that we are essential employees. I have to have a letter to go grocery shopping. No, no, fuck it. That's why I go shopping at work. It's my one time to get groceries. Oh, and for those of you who don't know or not aware of what hoarding really is, guess fuck what, people? If you take from the Wick folk, you are fuckers. You hear me? You guys stop, you know, all these shopping because this is not the beginning of the end. This, we will all get through this. There's going to be times where you feel like you can't get out. Let me explain something to y'all. Wrestling is a distraction. Wrestling is a way of, you know, people to release all their energy and put all their time, you know, into a gimmick. No, it's more than that. It's entertaining an audience without, you know, feeling like there's going to be repercussions later. So, it's, there's a lot of, (coughs) oh yeah, by the way, that clears the fucking path sometimes. It's not the coronavirus, it's allergy cough. So, please follow rules. From all of us at Wrestle Radio Network, please fucking comply. I do not want to, and others do not want to be stuck in this bullshit. You guys wanted a repeat rant? Here's one for you. They're the fearless leader who shall remain nameless for sort of, you know, professional reasons, who said that the state of New York, there's other people, there's other states that deal with New York. You know, they deal with their own problems, however they want to deal with it. Their governor should deal with it. It's a lack of uh, responsible. You know what? It's just like the Lion and Lion King. My friend. And thought he said we were the enemy. And it's gonna turn into the. It's gonna. Yeah, 
It's going to turn into that. If you guys have never seen the movie Lion King, this is what it's boiled down to. Sadly enough, my analogy somewhat makes sense. Actually makes a lot of sense. For those of you, like I said, this is repeat from last week. We love you. We care about you. That's why we get on to you. We are passionate about professional wrestling here at Wrestle Radio Network and also the sub, uh, the sister show, Off the Rails Uncensored. This is a public service announcement. If you do not absolutely need groceries, please do not overshop or hoard. Be mindful of those who do not have much and cannot eat much. Okay? Or they cannot buy stuff that is on their grocery list because you guys are busy hoarding all the meat, all the fucking poultry, all that shit. Um, You know, stuff like the Great Value brands and stuff like the off brands, you know, the juice, the small ones. Stop hoarding. Someone came into work day and said, well, they say that we're not gonna we're gonna run out of supplies and this that the other. I wanted to smack the you know ever living fuck out of this person because we will run out of supply if you guys keep hoarding latex gloves and all this. So fucking shit. All I ask. <laughs> Lady Lynn accidentally hung up by sneezing. Corona! Not bless. Okay, actually bless her, but the point is, folks, please be safe. Please follow the guidelines. Please be absolutely hygienic, more so than you pretend to be. Wash your hands. Dry your hands. Use sanitizer. Do not, and I repeat, Overstock on soap, toilet paper, baby wipes, paper towels. Do not try and flush that shit down the fucking toilet. And it's okay, Lady Lynn. We we love you, hon. We love you. Anyways, let's wrap this up. It'll be all right. Yes. Do day by day, all right? Planet, it'll be fine because it's already healing itself. So keep up with the news. Do not just stick to one news source. Read, read, be informed. Keep up to date with shit. This is no joke. It might be hitting your loved ones. Please do not take this lightly, okay? We love you right here at Russell Radio Network. So, all right. Hmm. Make sure that uh, we're keeping each other safe and keeping each other optimistic, all right? Because that's the only way we're going to make through this is love, positivity, and just, you know, being bluntly honest. That's how I am. So if you don't like it, then I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. Hit my music, monkeys and drunk. <laughs>
Personality. 